welcome to After Tribal. Is it un-Australian to vote our imam? Mm, babe, yeah, smashing it, yeah. Mm. It's a voting for you. <laughs> Quick, hold me. I think she'll do very well in prison. Activate this size, but yeah. <laughs> No one cares if you're a good person. Lydia, do you like Rick? Survivor, oh, baby. Who can throw the puzzle piece <laughs> Did we start the holes? Yes, they all touched me on the face and I chanted. I can barely get through this podcast. Don't at me. Shane Gould's playing a terrible game. She wasn't playing She's the not game. playing the game. She literally said, I don't want to vote people out. That's not who I am. Well, yeah. then go away. Welcome to After Trouble, where we outwatch, out talk, and out podcast Australian Survivor. I'm the perfume scorpion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No one told me we had to invent our own nicknames. <laughs> I'm Pip. I don't have a nickname. <laughs> I'm the cranky podcaster, Pip <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sadly, Sarah's not with us today. She got called away on urgent business. Um, I don't know. She doesn't have much experience, but Ross said he wanted the best for his knee surgery. So it's <laughs> where she is. I'm sorry. Uh, but we have a lot to get through and we will get through it. With just the two of us, and it will be super fun and exciting. We've had two coffees, so oh yeah, we don't need to listen. You don't need to listen to this one on one and a half speed to make it sound exciting, like you normally do. It's recorded naturally in one and a half speed. This one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you speed it up, we'll sound like chipmunks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're at book. Oh, this is going really well. Yeah. Um, it's merge. It's merged. We're merged. We are merged. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Tuesday, mm. and we do have three days to get to get through, and we have some drama. All right. Well, then to talk about. Let's do the drama. The drama is sun. No, the drama begins on Sunday night, where we have Matt continue to have the worst Fiji vacation that anyone <laughs> has ever had. That wasn't the drama I was talking about. I was. Well, we're building. We're oh, building. building. Oh, are we? Are we? We're building up to it. That's not our usual style to go chronologically. <laughs> I thought we were going to jump straight, straight to the drama, the the non-strategy uh, drama, the someone's getting sued drama, or oh, someone's with, getting with fired ropes. drama. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's let's talk about it because we've already alluded to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Ouch! I thought, I thought that the belly flopping gifts were the worst gifts. And then someone made a gif of Ross <laughs> snapping his leg like a twig, and it's not okay. Oh, uh, it's fine. Like it was, it was hard to watch, but I think that was a lot of it. A lot of that was due to the cracking sound. Yeah, did they put that sound effect in? I have no idea. Because that's messed up. Uh, if that, they did. It, it could have been amped up. Yeah. Could have just turned the volume up on that bit oh. of sound, or that could have been the actual sound oh. of. His ankle His snapping. His ankle snapping. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. And that whole challenge, I've never been so stressed watching a challenge because the jumping from pole to pole thing looked hella dangerous. And I spent the whole time, even though I know people said that the um, previews showed that it was clearly in the rope swing bit, but I didn't tweak to that and I was very scared and I thought Pia was going to fall and I was sad. I was worried for Pia as well. But I... I I wouldn't have been worried about anyone if it wasn't for the trailer. Yeah, I know, but it... I mean, it was an episode where not much happened apart from that, so it was it was good to make the episode, like, that much more 
exciting because you knew something was going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying more that, like, the challenge looked like any other challenge on Survivor. It didn't but even look like one of the most dangerous ones. At the and same time, it looked pretty dangerous. Like, if you've got long legs, that steppy thing is fine. But for short people, like, I would not have been able to do it, and I would have been terrified jumping from pole to pole. Oh, well, yeah, we saw the difference in how easily the tall people were able to get across there just walking. Yeah. Like, it's like when I walk upstairs or something versus... Oh, like, okay. uh, yeah, you know, it's Showing just like, off his giant long legs. <laughs> I see how it is. Some of us are tiny. You just and we do can't. it. You just do it. I'm just glad Laura didn't have to try and do that challenge. She would have literally had to fly with the girl who's like four foot yeah. tall. Yeah. Yeah. They would have oh, had to throw I didn't even her from think pole about to pole that. if she was still there. Yeah. yeah. Alternate worlds. Yeah. That would not have gone well, but can you imagine? So, the, the thing with Ross's accident, like most of the time with these with people getting medevaced and accidents and stuff, it's usually someone does something silly or someone stuffs up the skill, you know, something like that. But this was the challenge, like the challenge itself broke. Like the rope came off its thing that it was attached to. Yeah, and it didn't snap off at like... No, it, I don't know what happened. Something happened up loose. where it was attached. Yeah. It wasn't that the rope snapped. I don't know. But can you imagine then they, they take him off, he gets carried off in... Um, Jono's arms, which like was amazing, worth it. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, worth and the snapped ankle. Apparently, that was a hundred percent legit. Like that wasn't like someone being like, "Oh, actually, this is going to be a better shot if we get the other like medic to leave and get Jono to carry him." That just happened naturally. I would have assumed that just happened naturally. Jo- Jono doesn't shy away from getting involved in these things. Do you remember when he talked Ziggy through getting the pus removed from her armpit? Yes. Yeah, that was gross. But it was, that was more on the, like, cynical side of reality TV. Like, yeah. you've always got to think about that side of it. But though. also, no medic is going to be as buff as Jono. Like, <laughs> I feel like Jono could have picked him up one-handed and just done it all by himself. Um, he could have just picked him up in his arms. It would have been a beautiful moment. It already was lovely. Um, I didn't realize it was Jono first. I was like, wow, there's some really buff medic that's just picked Roscoe up. And Roscoe's a bigger guy. Like, wow. And then I was like, oh, it's Jono. And I was like, wait, it's Jono. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, but can you imagine? Because after that, they restart the challenge and everyone else has to keep going. How scared would you be? I mean, obviously, the others didn't have to do that rope thing. But, like, even going up that ladder and stuff... You work on the assumption that everything's safe and tested and can bear weight and is not going to break or anything. And then suddenly you have to build this ladder and climb up it. And you don't know if things are going to break or snap. I would be scared. And you don't know what the extent of Ross's injuries were. Yeah. Oh, it would be traumatic for the survivors who were there. It would be like, did he break his leg? Is is it like, is the bone coming out of it? You just don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I could understand the contenders. Whoever it was. Contestants? Shush. <laughs> Whoever it was that won the challenge. And they were saying, oh. The champions. What a crap way to win. Was it the champions? It was the champions. Okay. Well, the champions won the challenge and they're like, that's a terrible way to win. And apparently they didn't celebrate back at their beach or anything. Like, they were just like, it's got to suck. I mean, I hate Medivac episodes. I just hate seeing people hurt themselves. It's so heartbreaking that something like that takes you out of the game. It's it's the worst thing that can happen to you on Survivor. Yeah. Because it, you know, has lasting repercussions. Well, he's still in a moon boot three months later. Exactly. Yeah. He was on telly in the moon boot. He was. He was on... Apparently, I wish... 
It's annoying that they put these Facebook Live things on at like three o'clock in the afternoon because apparently his Facebook Live was a train wreck. In what way? Apparently he lost his earpiece partway through, so he couldn't hear the questions. So yeah. he was just, like, talking. And then David FaceTimed him in the middle of it. So he answered the phone, he was talking to David, and then he just went, I'll stop this and left. <laughs> I need to go back and watch the video, because apparently it's, it's really funny. He really was the loose cannon player. But at the same time, I don't know, I got weird vibes from him. He was always saying, like, well... If you guys are struggling with this, why don't you just vote me out? And I don't have to be here if you don't want me here. And yeah. oh, he's just constantly offering himself up. He did it twice, like three times. I only recall twice, <laughs> but um, I yeah, I get that. That was a bit weird. But I think it would have been interesting to see what he did in the merge because he was the person who flipped on the sports alliance, like yeah. well, one of the people who flipped Abby on the sports well. alliance. Yeah, so like. Conceivably, he wasn't opposed to making moves and doing things. Um, I think apparently the plan was for uh, Luke, David, Roscoe and Simon maybe to all team up when they got back together really? at the merge. Yeah, so they were bummed that he was gone because they were going to, you know, yeah, get like hook up and run the merge or whatever. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think he would have been fun. I'm sad that he left i loved the first half of the episode where we were getting all the like classic roscoe moments where he's like you know getting naked in the in the water and then having a shower and then trying to surf on a plank and all of that it was like oh he's fun (laughs) in hindsight that should have been the clue that he was the person getting injured yeah all, all the classic moments for him yeah all of the like look how awesome this guy is and everyone loves him and he's loving survivor and it's like oh god oh god we know something's coming yeah so that was that was all of what happened on monday though. well like, it wasn't but let's now jump backwards to tuesday because i feel like we need the tuesday context to talk about the stuff that <laughs> happened sorry the Sunday context to talk about what happened on the Monday. Cool. Time. It's weird. Causality, uh, you know. Look, I feel like Ross in the coffee uh, challenge, like the coffee <laughs> reward where he had like seven cups of coffee and then he was bouncing off the walls. That's what my brain is like. I can't gather all of my survivor thoughts. I'm not used to this podcasting in the morning thing. I have too much energy. Yeah. Normally it's alcohol, which yeah. is you know, slowing, us, slowing down us down rather than coffee. Yeah, now I'm all hyped up and um, super excited about Survivor. Um, but, okay, let's talk about Sunday. Because we had a couple of big challenges on Sunday. Uh, we had the, the return of the Tower of Terror. They've got to get their money's worth. They do. They've, they've built them and they're staying there and they're going to keep using them. But they, this time, shook things up a bit by blindfolding everyone. Which I don't know if it would make it better or worse for me. They all said it was worse. Yeah. Which is fair. Because you can't really see what you're doing. And yeah, you don't know when you're going to fall. Yeah. If you, like, jump too far. Yeah. The most terrifying moment would be the process going from standing up to sitting down on the on the plank. Yeah. The whole thing is kind of terrifying. I mean, part of it's, like, you can't see the fall. Mm. So you just tell yourself it's not that bad. But also you know that it's that bad and you can't see what you're doing. So. Well, so they've jumped off this thing a number of times mm. now. That's got to give you, like, some more confidence and... You would think. But, yeah, apparently the blindfolds made it worse, mm. which is fair. Um, it was a weird... That was a weird thing that they had to do. <laughs> Blindfold them and walk the plank. It was very piratey. It's because when they were filming the challenge, 
all those movies about blindfolding yourselves to stop monsters. From oh, it was the Bird Box Challenge, yeah, bird the box Survivor challenge, Bird yeah. Box Challenge. Wasn't wasn't there a movie about like sound as well? There was yes, the quiet of quiet place. Yeah, yes, but they didn't blindfold themselves for that. No. But I figure I, I feel like there was another one that was one or both of those things as well. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know That's, what I'm talking about either. If you know what Lachlan's talking about, <laughs> send us an email at aftertribal at gmail.com. <laughs> anyway. I think he made up a movie. Yeah. You should make that movie. I, 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 <laughs> I want a blind and deaf person I, stumbling around in a horror, <laughs> horror movie. I want to say that Stanley Tucci was in it. You just want to say that Stanley Tucci's in everything. In, in your perfect world, <laughs> every movie is a Stanley Tucci movie. Yeah, well, every movie would be improved with more Stanley Tucci. But <laughs> that's beside the point. He's on Survivor next season. What? <laughs> no, he's not. Not an Australian. Um, okay, so that was, that was that. It was... Apart from the scariness of the blindfoldy up high business, it wasn't that exciting. Um, they went to the pub and got palmies. Um, poor Matt. Poor Matt. At that point, I was just like, I haven't, I haven't looked up the stats. Did Matt ever win a reward I'm, challenge? I'm pretty sure Matt never got a, a, a reward. I don't think he got a food reward. That's for no. sure. He seemed to miss out on every reward, and I felt so bad for him because he was trying so hard. And he was just so heartbroken every time. Yeah, every time, like, they'd, they'd steal the horse from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he kept getting his, like, fellow tri- original tribe mates taken away, wiped out. Yeah, he didn't have a good run of it. I no. mean, I don't want to say he was screwed by the swap or anything like that because that's not... I mean, people can work that... As we've seen with Luke and David, you can yeah. work your way out of any kind of yeah. terrible numbers situation. Yeah, make lemonade. Depending, depending on who you are and how you play, but... But I think he just had a rough go of it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that he could have necessarily done much about it. Although, who knows? Um, but yeah, I just my heart broke for him when he missed out on reward again. Like, when he finds out that, that Harry has an idol. Like, that's got to be a devastating moment for you. You're like, yeah. oh, y- yay. <laughs> yeah, it's like... When, someone, when it's just the two of you left and then he, the other person finds an idol and they're like, oh, we can use this to, to survive. And it's like, no, you can use this to survive. Yeah. This, like, screws over. It screwed Matt. Yeah. This, it went from Harry's going home to Matt's yeah. going home because of that. I feel like it would have... I would have liked to see Matt try harder to find that idol before Harry did because Harry showed him the clue. After Harry found the, the clue, he showed him the, the clue. And so I feel like Matt could have tried to look for it in the shelter as well. And it would have been a fun um, confessional moment there, being like Matt saying, oh, Harry's going to get this thing which is going to ruin my game even though we're working together. I've got to look out for myself. Yeah. And that would have been a nice contrast for the way he was playing the game and all his, all that matters is the contenders. Yeah, I mean, I feel like from what he's said in his um, post-game interviews and stuff that, like, he... He wasn't opposed to strategy and, and playing and, mm. and all this. I think he was trying to bide his time, but that doesn't work when you're at the bottom of the numbers. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think... I, who knows? He may have been looking and it might just not have worked out that way and they didn't tell us, but it would have been... That would have been interesting if he had found it instead of Harry. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a shame they couldn't make it work because conceivably if you can figure out how to direct the the champions like the ex-champions vote and like 
figure out where they're going, play the idol for that person and then use your votes, then conceivably you can you can both survive, but if they split the votes, you're kind of stuffed. Yeah, they just didn't have enough toothpicks. <laughs> I hate that stick. <laughs> Smack it out of his mouth. That's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Not okay. Not okay. I felt bad for Harry as well this week, getting a lot of, you're a cockroach, you're unkillable. Like, guys, chill out. Yeah, say really aggressive, mean things to him and being like, oh, but that's a compliment and you should take it as a compliment. (laughs) And I'm really offended by all the nicknames you're giving me. Cockroach. Yeah. You're like, whoa. I know. She's like, I can see what what Harry's doing. He's trying to give me a nickname so that... uh, so that it sticks and people think of me as a player. That's what Dirty Harry is doing. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that, yeah, is pissing me off Mm. about Janine is how in Tribal Council she gets so defensive about any talk of strategy or any talk of, like, I don't know, names, awareness, playing the game... And then she'll do it all herself. But it's like, you, you got to own up to it. I don't know who, what audience she's playing that for. It's not us at home. It's not the people on the tribe. It's not Jono. I get the idea of wanting to play under the radar, especially at the beginning, and not be seen as a strategic threat, not be seen to be scheming and being strategic, which is what she's trying to do. She's failing really badly. Like mm. she said in um, Tuesday night's episode... Like uh, I'm, I've been playing like low key up until now, and I'm gonna start playing hard. And you're like, th- you haven't been playing low. Like yeah, this is not you, low key. You've been very obvious in your like, and that's fine. But it's really disingenuous when you come to tribal and be like, oh, we don't have a leader. We're an autonomous collective. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's so full of it. And it's like, a bit from Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Yeah, she's and I swear to God, I can't deal with all the business speak anymore. It's getting so frustrating. Playing Survivor is exactly like running a business. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. Stop. She, she keeps being like, oh, and so so and so came to me and pitched me their idea. She's gotten so many pitches. She's got more pitches on this than on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm done with her. Uh, the good news is. She is the meat shield for Pia, so I love that's that. going to be chipped away soon. I love that Pia's, like, straight up being like, yes, Janine is my shield. Janine is drawing all the attention. I'm like, yes, girl, yes. And, and while that wasn't, like, part of the edit so much earlier on, it's slowly amping up on that message, which might be uh, more fruit for people that are a fan of the Pia will either be the first or... The winner's edit? Or the win, yeah. I don't know. I still could see... I, I definitely think she'll get close to the end, and I definitely think that confessional is going to come back around as, like, a is she going to win type yeah. thing in the final week. Final three? Possibly. Mm. Um, I'm not done with Janine. Like, I don't... I don't dislike Janine as a player. I just find her irritating. No, I don't... Ju- I like her as a player. Yeah. I dislike her... Uh, the attitude that she presents at Tribal Council. Yeah, I find, yeah, there's some stuff, some of the champion stuff can be really, at Tribal can be really, I don't know, disingenuous, is that the right word? It's just like, like the thing that irritated me when they threw the challenge and they were like, we would never throw a challenge, we are champions and champions would never do that. And it's like, throwing a challenge, I think is a dumb move, but also you do what you got to do in Survivor. So like, 
throwing the challenge in and of itself is not a bad thing to do, apart from the fact that it puts you in tribal and that's always risky. But, like, coming out then and being all, like, hypocritically moralistic about it, mm. like, who cares? Just say you did it or whatever. Like... It's it's like it's to use the to use the godmother analogy, yeah, and 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 vague references to history. It's Excellent. like in the in America when you had all the gangsters hmm. being really like, how dare people create this stereotype of us using strong arm tactics, hmm. and then they use the strong arm <laughs> tactics. Better, we better to, break their knees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all the stuff around Columbus Day and stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, but surely some educated listeners will understand that and be like, yes, Lachlan, yes, this is a perfect analogy. I'm uneducated and know nothing. So uh, I'm sure that was very clever, but I don't get it. I'll shut up now. No. Um. (laughs) Um, What else have I got here? Tribal on Sunday, we had, well, we've talked about the idol. We've talked about Harry finding the idol. Yeah, using the flag, great move. Well, someone, I, I commented that on Twitter and someone replied to me saying that that was like the third time that it's been done this season. Apparently yeah, people have be, used the flags a lot. Because um, because Dave used the flag at the back of the challenge, holding the flag as yeah, the excuse to be at the back and pass an idol. Yeah. But I think there was another one that I missed or something. That was my impression from Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was clever. I liked it, basically. Um, and then... I can't remember exactly what happened. There was a split, wasn't it? That was how it ended up on on Matt? Split vote? Yes, they split the vote. Yeah. The, they, Matt and uh, Harry talked about getting Simon and Roscoe to vote mm. with them, and that didn't work out. Yeah, and they uh, were going for Abby. Yeah, and it was a 3-2. Yeah. 3-2-2. Three, 3-2-2, two, two, two. Two, two. yeah. And the three for Harry didn't count. Yeah. And so we had um, two for Pia, two for Matt, and then we had a revote, and Matt went home because there was nothing else that Harry could do at that point. And Janine played her idol for no reason. I guess when there's an idol out there, yeah, you've got to be also scared. It, they knew merge was coming in the next couple of episodes, so in the next so few days. So actually, she had to use the idol because it only yeah. works for a contender. Yeah, it only works pre-merge, yeah. and. Um, I mean, theoretically, she could have played it at the next one, but then they didn't have a next one. So that was actually the last opportunity she could have used it, although she didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Um, and the thing we haven't talked about that I completely forgot about, uh, we skipped down, skipped down my run sheet list thing, um, is that immunity challenge. Because if we go back even further, <laughs> time, causality, I'm good at this. Um, we, when the, we had the reward challenge and they went to the pub and they got to take Harry with them. And Harry was like, guys, if we go to tribal, it's going to be me or Matt, and then the numbers will be bad for the merge. And so they're like, okay. Yeah, and uh, David and Luke were like, um, what is happening in front of us right now? No, no, because David and Luke were in the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, what the fuck? <sighs> like, You said a naughty word. <laughs> Oh, no, our explicit label. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, so the uh, the contenders were down on the beach having a chat, and that was when Andy, Sean, and Daisy decided that they should throw the immunity challenge. And then apparently what happened was Andy said to Baden, like, a minute before the challenge started, 
oh, we're throwing this one, right? Like, Sean and Daisy should have already talked to you. And Baden was like, okay, I heard whispers about this, but I don't want to throw the challenge and then have it come back on me that it that wasn't the plan mm-hmm. and get, like, voted out. So that's why Andy was really obviously throwing the challenge and Baden was not throwing the challenge because he was like, I don't want to... Yeah, and, and uh, Luke and David, who saw the whole, like, talk at the pub mm. and were like, what the expletive, mm. uh, were, were, like, calling him out on it to the, other, to the other tribe members in a really, like, well done way. I think like, they were only calling it out to each other. They were just whispering with the two with each other. I didn't think no, they were whispering it was, to anyone it was, else. It was it was like a, a piece of theatre. It was like, oh, hello. This is my very hushed tone right now that I'm saying to you, and that definitely no one else standing right next to me can hear. I believe, dear sir, that <laughs> Andy is trying to throw the challenge, and that's not very good of him. And we had like other other members of the tribe speak about it as well following those whispers. I don't think it was a piece of theatre performed for the benefit of the tribe. I think they were just outraged. No, it was theatre. All right. It was. 100% it was. I don't think that it was. (laughs) It was was like when they, in the the Tuesday night tribal, said stuff to um, spook Daisy about Andy and change that her mind. That was much more overt. And that wasn't to yeah. change her mind. That was to flush her idol. Yeah. That was... Well, it was to, to lock in 100% that there was no chance that she would play it for Andy. I think they were just, just trying to get her to play it for herself. Yeah. Not yeah. play it for Andy. But, like, to play it. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Um, I, I think not acknowledging the theatre is... Uh, is underplaying, underpinning their, not underpinning, under-recognizing their game. I I think you're over-recognizing their game. <laughs> yeah. I think you're ascribing meaning to things that didn't necessarily have meaning at the time. All right, all right. Um, but either way, Andy tried to throw the challenge and was no good. And Baden did it all by himself. And obviously... Pia and Harry were just not good at that puzzle because even with Andy, like, throwing pieces away and, like, really obviously trying to throw that challenge, they still didn't manage to beat them, so... It was, yeah, it was disappointing that that's the way that the puzzle challenge went because we don't get a puzzle challenge very often. Yeah, that is true. I'm just sad that Andy didn't, like, accidentally stumble into the puzzle and knock it over. (laughs) That would have made it worth it. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. (laughs) If he comically did it. I did wonder because that was the episode straight after the other tribe had thrown a challenge. Mm. I was wondering if we were going to get both tribes trying to throw the challenge. Yeah, that would be like, great. There's, um, uh, there's a story that I've heard of. a There was a, a badminton match, and I can't remember why both teams wanted to lose, but it was like it went for ages because both teams were try- actively trying to lose. Oh, it was because of the bracket and how the brackets would end up and points. Right. So... Yeah, because neither of them wanted to win, it turned into a whole thing. And that was my what I was envisaging for this challenge. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just being like, whoa, what's a puzzle? I don't understand. How does this work? For like three hours while Jonathan has to commentate try and the commentate whole the whole time. <laughs> um, that would have been quite funny. But that's not what we had. And so we had the tribal. Maddie went home. Harry was a cockroach and hung around. And so after that, when, after we had Ross... Um, have his sad medivac from mm. um, from the game. 
They thought they were still going to have a tribal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so there was some strategy talk. And this is where I got cranky. And everyone on Twitter told me I was wrong. But I still don't think I was. Because Harry and Janine started talking about working together. And I understand Harry wanting to do whatever he can. It would be a great move for Harry. But I do not understand why Janine would want to work with Harry. Like, the, the fact that Janine was like, we will turn on Simon to work with Harry makes zero sense to me. Because... Like, Simon is a loyal number. So Simon has not, like, has never gone against them, has never really done anything. Mm. And Harry, she's been like, Harry's a really smart player. Harry's, like, playing really hard. Why would you want to keep him around then? Like, surely you would take the opportunity to get rid of someone who is a threatening strategic player rather than be like, I should try and work with him. This definitely won't backfire. I should get rid of my loyal foot soldier and take on this like, insane mercenary who's definitely going to go back to his old tribe as soon as we get back together. Yeah, the, the risk-reward there was not worth it. I don't like, understand. The only benefit I can see there is being like Simon could be a challenge threat in the merge. Yeah. But I, but I not think... Not really. Yeah, it's not really going to be the case when you've got other people that are also challenge beasts yeah, still um, around. I just... I just don't understand it. It just didn't make any sense to me that she would, after being so like champion strong, champion strong, we just need to get to the merge and get all our champions back together, that she would then contemplate turning around because not only would it mean getting rid of someone who was loyal to her and like hooking up with someone who is very, very likely to turn on her. It would have also put them at a numbers disadvantage going into the merge or it would have taken away their advantage. It felt like how the edit has been hiding people's voting intentions and stuff from us. Yeah. It felt like that, but from the words she was actually saying rather than just from edited bits around. Like, it it, it sat it sat poorly within me. But it, it happened in a... Like, the subsequent episode as well, they talked about it. It didn't really... They didn't really do it, but it, it, it just... It, it confuses me. Like, she said... That she could see working with Harry as, like, sense... Like she, they should keep him around because he's smart. That just is counterintuitive to me. I, I think it really did come across. Like, she was just being, like, look at the, like, expert businesswoman that I am. I'm considering all these options and the was, world is my oyster. It was a bit like, I should hire the best of the best yeah. for, for my Survivor Alliance. Yeah. I just... It was really confusing to me. And then everyone on Twitter was like, no, this is a, a solid strategic move from her. And I'm like... I. Is it? I don't understand. I don't think it is, and I don't understand why I'm wrong. I, I'm always a big fan of a big shake-up. Mm. Uh, that wouldn't be the time to do it. The I, time to do it is merge. Yeah. When yeah. So I just... That really confused me, and it confused me that... Yeah, I just didn't understand it. I didn't like it. I don't, I don't get it. Like, you don't shake... You don't do that shake-up when you're at the very top. No, well, you don't do that shake up when you're going into merge yeah. with numbers. Yeah, like exactly, it would have stuff. It would have. So, in her head at that point, um, Roscoe's coming back, and so they're still up in numbers. And if they get rid of a, um, if they get rid of a, an old contender, then they go into the merge seven uh, five. If they get rid of an old champion, they go into the merge six six. So why would she want to put them at that numbers disadvantage? It doesn't make sense. Because that was what we got in the end, was Roscoe leaving, and we ended up 6-6. But otherwise, it would have put them in a minority position, which would have made it very easy for them to get picked off. Yeah. So I I don't understand. Like, it's... 
it's a weird move and it's a weird yeah it's just a weird choice and I don't I don't get it for for someone who's played so intelligently so far I just didn't quite get it I think you're right though maybe it is a bit of the CEO I'm recognizing talent and rewarding it thing which is weird yeah I I didn't think that that was actually part of her game I thought that was part of her bigger game (laughs) I don't know anyway then we merged and we merged at 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, which was very exciting given the start of the season mm. and the turnaround we saw. Yeah. Like, I, I was quite surprised that it ended up as an even number split. I think it nearly didn't, and it wouldn't have if Ross, had, if Ross hadn't been Oh, look, there, are, there are many factors that could have swayed this over time, but it happened this way. What I wouldn't... Blah. What I would have liked to have seen Hmm. with the 6-6 merge is people either, the most boring way of forward would have been, we're going six, we're going six, some people trying to move stuff around, not finding the willingness in the tribe to do so, Hmm. going, oh, what's going to happen? And it either goes to rocks or... Someone makes a panicked move and you, jump ship. That's think, the that's the worst case scenario. Let me finish. I was gonna say you you said the most boring option. Yeah, would be to go to rocks. You think going to rocks is the most boring option? Out of what could have happened? I don't think it's boring. I think that's crazy. Oh, exactly, exactly. I think the most boring option is what we got. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying in an ideal way, this what should have happened was that there's this boring, the the most boring way forward is this option, which is exciting, <laughs> and what really should have happened even better would have been this would have been the perfect opportunity to someone to form a new group from both groups. We like we we are now a, we are now seven. And have that completely shake up the game. I think that's a very, very difficult proposition for the first vote in a merge. Uh, For people to come together and be like, let's just randomly make a group of seven. That was never going to happen. What I thought was going to happen was that we were going to get one person, like, because they were so strong on tribal lines Mm. from the, like, it seemed even once they had split, um, sorry, once they had uh, swapped and we had shaken up teams, we still shaken up tribes, we still had these really strong champion contender lines. So I really thought it was going to go 6-6 six, six, head-to-head and then you'd have someone panicking and be yeah. like, I need to switch because I don't want to go to Rox yeah. because Rox is insane, yeah. not boring. And <laughs> you, you mischaracterizing what I'm saying. I'm saying it would have been the most boring option because all the options would have been great rather than what they gave us. All right, well... What I thought was that you'd have that one person switch. Yeah. And then this is where I thought Andy had voted himself out. Because when Andy switched over to the um, to the champions, or what I perceived was happening mm. was that the champions were all voting for Andy. The contenders were all voting for... I actually didn't know who the contenders were all voting for. And then because Andy had voted for Daisy and thrown a random vote out there, he'd accidentally put himself at the bottom of the numbers. Yeah. What it turned into... So, yeah, I thought it was going to be a 6-5-1. But what it turned into was a unanimous vote, which is... That was the worst. Stupid, that was the worst. Stupid and boring and annoying, and I don't like it. Yeah. It's just like... It was like nobody could be bothered. Yeah. 
Like, they, they were all like, oh, yeah, I guess it's easier for us to all just go along with this. We don't really like Andy. He's a game player, and it's probably best to just get rid of him. And it's like, yeah, but now the numbers are skewed. If they if everything goes back that way, it's very – it's they're in a position now it's very easy for the champions to be like, oh, let's just pick off contenders. Yeah. Um, whether they will do that and whether other people – people are going to start making moves. I know – Pia apparently wants to stab everyone, according to Janine. <laughs> um, and there's been a lot of talk about David's not trustworthy. And yeah, da- the David and Janine confrontation, if David survives his confrontation with Sean. Is there a David and Janine confrontation? It's more just that Janine's like, I don't really trust him. He's, oh, he's sneaky. If David survives the Sean thing, then yes. Like, well, yeah, she'll come for him. The tribe's not big enough for the both of them. Yes, and I think this is where I think some of these big players, your Davids and Janines and stuff, are going to flame out, and you'll you'll get people like Pia who've been sort of hiding behind the meat shields, who will get through to the end. It'll make it and it, it it has the potential to make it a very exciting merge. Yes, but they started off in a very lackluster fashion. It just felt like nobody cared. Like Sean was the only person being like, guys, guys, we should like not do that. We should try and get someone from their side to come over to us and Yeah, and then but then it didn't feel like he made a pitch. No, well there was a lot of like there was they didn't offer an alternative. Yeah. Like it was just like Andy was the name thrown around. I did love the moment where John was like, yeah, I'll vote for Andy because anyone who throws a challenge is terrible and he was saying that to Simon who threw <laughs> the challenge before. Um yeah, it just felt like they they didn't have an alternative. There was no viable option. What I did like seeing in this disappointing scenario mm. was Andy, not Andy, was Luke and David mm. uh, doing the classic thing. Like, they're a big reason why Andy's name was being thrown around by the contenders at all. And they were a good... And they were the reason why Daisy ended up playing her idol at Tribal. Yes. And apparently, talk around the the, cha- the second version of the champions tribe. Mm. After that uh, vote, where, da- where Daisy's name was put down by Andy, mm. Andy tried to play that off as Hannah's panic move. Yeah, I read that as well. So, uh, revealing that in the middle of tribal, like like securing and reminding everybody of that was a great way of them to prevent Daisy from... I feel like Daisy probably already... I feel like they probably already knew that. Like, I know Andy had tried to say it was Hannah, but Mm. I think they all probably knew that it was him. Um, And Daisy already didn't trust Andy because he told about Sean's idol. Yeah. So I think it was a weird move. Like, it was a... It was a logical move from Sean to tell her to play it for Andy. Oh, yeah, because it's safe. She, it was safe no matter what. Yeah, but she was never going to do it, and she would have been stupid to play her idol for Andy. Yes. Particularly as it ended up, she was the only other person with a vote. But, but even if that wasn't the case, it would have been stupid. But it was very... They did a very good job of spooking her yeah. to play her idol and to not play it for Andy. Not that I don't, not that I think she ever would, but, um, yeah, they did a very good job with that. It has meant that... Even though we've had so many idols mm. this se- this season so far, most of them have just been flushed completely. Daisy's idol irritated me because it felt like they were just like, here's all of these rewards. Oh, and you can have an idol as well. Here you go. It's like, it wasn't that well hidden. She literally just picked up a, a box and was like, oh, here's an idol. Yeah, it would have changed things if, one, uh, it was just a clue. Mm. If 
or if two, someone else got to share in the box. Yeah. Because then that adds an element to it. Yeah. But the fact that it was just, here is an idol. Yeah. Yeah. Easy come, easy go, as they say. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that challenge. Because I have to say, this episode was, like, made for the After Travel podcast. Because we had our favorite challenge, the holding things up in the air. Yes. Which... And now I'm really disappointed with myself that we didn't try to perform live right here. Uh, but we, we've discovered from the first time that we did this that once you start doing it, you become incoherent. One <laughs> becomes incoherent. And if we were both doing it, this podcast would go downhill very quickly. Oh, I'm sure it already sounds like we are. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, everyone, we've been holding weights above our head the whole time. So that's why this has been rubbish. I didn't catch how heavy the weights were in the first part. I know that in the second one, they were 60% of your body weight. Yeah, I didn't. I also didn't hear. Yeah. Um, but I liked, I, I saw, um, the, the Baden comment on Reddit where he talked about the challenges and stuff. And that, that was the auction. We're not getting an auction. That was it. Um, yeah, it was, well, auction was normally in this place. Yeah. Like your first challenge after merge. Yeah. So they were, this was their twist on it yeah. this season. Which, which was fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't have anything against it. I thought it was a fun one. It's the same thing. It's, it's drop out when you, Yeah. And there are many, like, playing for the box is almost the worst move you could make because you don't want to put a target on yourself first challenge into merge. Look at me, I can win challenges. Yeah. You don't want to expend the energy, which you could be expending on actual, like, challenges that count, and you get a good feed. That's the thing. I mean, it, it makes more sense to me, especially for someone like me who is weak and useless at physical challenges, <laughs> that you would drop out as soon as there was something decent food-wise. Yeah. Get some food, not tire yourself out. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean, the box ended up being good, but also, like, so much food. Too much food for one person. Like, it was crazy. Um, and I definitely would have just been pulling out. But I thought it was it was funny like, it was so obvious when they're like, what have you all been missing? And they said all the things. And you're like, okay, so these are going to be the things that are offered. And, um, yeah, Pia dropped out for the phone call home. And then the, and next, then they thing did, the next thing was the spaghetti bolognese yeah. that she asked for. And then John dropped out and then got really salty that they pulled out a Mexican parma. And you're like, dude, you know they're going to do this to you. <laughs> you know. You've, been, you've literally not stopped talking about Mexican parmas for the whole season. Do you really think they're not going to put one out? As a, as a, like, incentive, he should have just held out for it. He should have known it was coming. Um, I did, like... Also, if you're, like, the publican at his local pub... Yeah. Like, get that sponsorship. Yeah, right? <laughs> I hope they've got a picture of him next to the palmies on the menu. Or, like, a massive poster of him with a palmy. Or just playing that video of him describing the ingredients of a Mexican palmy on a loop. Um, and offer that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also loved um, Pia sneaking chocolate, just like sneaking Tim Tams from Luke's thing when <laughs> Jono wasn't looking. Like he's like, "Quick, have one of these." She's like, "I'm hiding it." <laughs> it's like if in American Survivor, Jeff would have had none of that. Yeah, he would have been like, "You are not allowed to share. Stop that." Apparently, um, they were trading like alcohol for food as well yeah but Baden tried to swap his wine for some of the palmy and JLP was like nope (laughs) (laughs) apparently because Baden doesn't really drink that much and he was 
He doesn't like beer, so he keeps winning the beer rewards and then not drinking it. But then he has also been like, I don't want to get sick or throw up or anything. So he hasn't really been drinking much. So apparently, like, John, John, uh, not John, uh, yes, no, sorry, John and Sean were like pretty wasted <laughs> by the time they went back to camp. Well, they haven't had much to drink no, and they, they haven't had much to eat. Half a bottle of wine yeah. each, and yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. But, um, it's stuff like that which it makes you again appreciate the Jono hosting. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a distinct flavor to the Jeff hosting. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, while while Jeff is like a great host. Yeah. Like Jono ex- excels in many areas. I love Jono, and mm-hmm. I kind of love that he's not. Because Jeff is um, executive producer and it's like his show, mm-hmm. whereas Jono is is quite separate from the production team, and he can kind of do what he wants and say what he wants yeah. about it, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Um, I also think he must have been really sad that he didn't get to make some comment about Daisy having an idol in her box. <laughs> Given all the other comments has snuck in into his commentary, yeah. yes. I'm surprised there weren't more box jokes. <laughs> um, there also weren't many like what's in the box yeah seven jokes seven yeah. or the tv show yeah the kids show oh um, no and now it's in my head yep it'll be there forever um yeah i said so there were lots of box jokes that were missed which is sad but um yeah i thought it was a it was a massive reward and i the fact that there was an idol in there as well just seemed a bit it just seemed like they just handed it to her yeah they literally did yeah i mean she she had to like pick something up and look under it and then she found it. But still, I mean, you would be expecting a clue. You wouldn't necessarily be expecting an idol. Of all the, of all the times where people have been like, this is the producers just giving someone an idol. This is very much the, the best example of that, which is a bad thing. But she also wasted it. The other, other controversial thing about the episode, Mm. uh, other than the people being wrong about who they think should be in survivor. Mm. I saw some people still going on about how having Bradbury around and the Sports Alliance still going would have been a great thing. But aside from that... That's just... That's just... Yeah. That's just stupid people yeah. who don't but understand. It's, it's those stupid people that are the reason why we will get... Well, why we could get Champions Contenders 3. Uh, <laughs> no, I reckon we're having a returning players season. That would be amazing. They're about to start filming it. Fans' favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The other controversial thing that's got people up in arms is Andy mentioning Dave's idol after the torch got snuffed. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of, like, oh, his torch was was snuffed, he's not allowed to speak. Mm. I've seen a lot of, oh, it's not in the spirit of the game, he's not in the game anymore, he shouldn't be allowed to influence things and all of that. Personally, I find it hilarious. Um, Yeah. It was, you know how Sarah keeps talking about if you get voted out with an idol in your pocket, you just throw it into the, into into the, the crowd, crowd and yeah. see what happens. He essentially did that with David's idol. Yeah. Like he just threw in a bit of chaos for fun and left, which and is exciting. He didn't even know for sure. It was, yeah, he just guessed. It was an educated guess, but it, it was pretty like, you would have to be pretty dumb to oh, yeah. realize that David had found an idol in that, um, for sure. That popcorn thing. Um, but like to the people that are like, if like once the torch is snuffed, mm. Like, would it have changed things for them if Andy had said it just before the torch was snuffed? Yeah. Because if that's the case, then that sounds very arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, well, it's one, 
I think what does it what does he say? Once the votes have been read, the decision is final. The person um, must leave the council area. Must leave the tribal council area immediately. So that's where people are like, and you can't do anything. Yeah, but but, but those people, people say goodbye all the time. Yeah, so I was gonna say people don't have a problem with people saying goodbye or whatever. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I just thought it was funny. I was loved, I loved the face. I loved David's like he was so smug and happy and cocky, <laughs> a massive grin. You said it, and you just saw his face yeah. drop. Oh, <laughs> funny! Such a good reaction face. The the thing is, Andy's Andy's legacy on the game, right? It, which we can compare directly to David's game, right? trying to remember who David is. This season, David. This season, David. Oh, that we're talking about. Yeah, that we're talking yeah. about right now. <laughs> yeah, no, good. The way you said legacy made it sound like it was someone who'd been voted out. Yeah, I know, I understand that. Um, they're, they're both people... Okay, now, Andy came in saying, I want to be a Survivor villain. I'm a super fan. I am... Not, not quite. Harry came in saying, I want to be a villain. Uh, Andy came in saying, I want to play the most strategic game most the franchise strategic game. has ever seen. Right, all right. We'll compare the three of them then. Yeah. Right? Uh, he wants to play the most strategic game. Mm-hmm. He has an understanding of the game. Mm-hmm. He's been practicing things. Mm. We saw how his practicing of throwing things was really good when he threw axes. Not challenges, but actually <laughs> was good at throwing axes and stuff, yeah. right? Um, but every strategic move he tried to make failed miserably. That's because he was thinking things through. Like he had his strategy, like there was lot, there were logical thought processes behind it, mm. but he didn't have the social game to pull any yeah. of it off. Yeah. That's, that's where it was. He had no social capital with any of the people he was trying to do things with. So as soon as he approached them, they'd be like, well, you're sketchy and I don't trust you. And what is that visor? And why is it backwards? And it, it wasn't endearing to the audience either he was amusing it was like oh i loved him it was the parody of the superfan exactly, exactly exactly how the superfan thinks it's gonna go yeah that that that's like the yeah. type of game that i would play yes. like i i don't consider myself a super fan even though i've got a bloody podcast on survivor mm. um just because i can't like you know recall every stat and stuff like that and yeah. I don't have the background course yeah uh, but I would be in there you done the required reading <laughs> yeah I would be in there um pulling my non-existent hair out yeah. over like yeah. all the different possibilities of the tribe going forward and being like this is the optimal move thus this is what people are going to do and then be gobsmacked when that isn't exactly how it plays and yeah. my like three-dimensional chess yeah. has backfired on me entirely. Yeah. Um, so I had great sympathy for Andy, and he get, just kept failing. He had mm. he would be like, this makes sense, this is logical, this is the right thing to do, tries to execute it, fails miserably. When Then you have David, mm. who's there being like, you know, I'm here, I'm going to play as hard as I can. Mm. At times he feel like, it feels like he's not thinking things through, he's making decisions as he goes. Yeah. And he continues to fail upward. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it explodes terribly in his face in a way that excels his game. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's, he's fun. And then Harry, you've got doing his villain thing where he's literally just trying to put on this, I'm a crazy super villain act, which is funny. I don't know how, like, yeah, far to it's no gonna, effect. I don't know how far it's going to get him. He's, he's fun and he clearly knows the game and knows what he's doing. And it's definitely a strategy of, I'm going to try to, to annoy people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, like that was legitimately like, his like strategy at a tribal council. Yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely put that out there as like I'm going to annoy them enough and irritate and like be so obnoxious that they're going to all want to put their votes on me. It it's an interesting strategy. It relies heavily on idols, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how it's going. Um, I just wanted to say the other thing about this episode. I was really upset with myself. Mm. But we had a barrel challenge, <laughs> and I didn't make a Tara reference until after it was finished. Cause I just didn't even think of it, which is so disappointing to me. Maybe it means, maybe it means that I'm moving on. Maybe I'm starting get, to to grow as a person. Yeah, get past that trauma that was Tara. <laughs> Tara making it to the finals. Ugh, Tara would have been running around and around that challenge <laughs> in weird figure eight pack- patterns, and yep, that's all I've got. But it was. That challenge would have been very difficult. It was barrels and there was a horse. <laughs> she would have been riding Sean all the Yeah, around. exactly. Do you reckon she would have just been constantly trying to jump on Sean's back for the whole <laughs> season if they were in a season together? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it would have been something she thought was hilarious and no one else at camp thought yeah. was funny. Yeah. Um, Sean, run around those barrels quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. I just now I'm thinking about how disappointed I was when I found out that's what barrel racing was. <laughs> she would have been stuffing Sean into a barrel. <laughs> um, I also enjoyed all of the uh, cut the head off the horse jokes and the godmother. Yeah, the and godmother all of that. stuff. Yeah. Um, she's trying not to lean into it, and she's leaning she's, like right into yeah, it. Yeah, she's definitely into it. Also, perfume scorpion. No, just no. What is this? This is nonsense. I mean, call yourself scorpion. Fine. Perfumed. Why? Just to make sure that we all know it's a lady scorpion. I, I, I think it was that she was a big fan of some uh, work of creative writing that I myself wrote after watching one too many film noir <laughs> movies and reading The Big Sleep. I see. That's exactly what it felt like. It was, yeah, it wasn't... When I was 13. Yeah. Is it, the point. Like, it was it, yeah, it that was, level It's not of, great. It's no. not great. And then when people were like, um, Janine, you can't make up your own nickname, she immediately threw her husband under the bus and was like, oh, he made that name up. <laughs> it doesn't make it better. It's still a bad nickname. Yeah, it's like, okay, and was your husband on the island telling, like, dubbing you this in front of people? Uh, if not, she came into the island. She came onto the island, being like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to make this name a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna call myself this. this. I, I'm just gonna wait for the right moment to slip this in." She'd been waiting, waiting to tell everyone that she was the perfume scorpion for so long. No, terrible, terrible, Janine. Stick to business. You're clearly not an English teacher. Uh, what about sacrifice? Oh, I knew it. As soon as he was like, I put some thought into what we should name the tribe. I'm like, this is going to be one of these nonsense. It means this. And it actually means something else. And then we had the beautiful irony of him being the first sacrifice. It was another example of him failing hard. It was so stupid and so lame. And I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. As if you wouldn't know it. But it's better than them just being like, we're the champions again. (laughs) Because we're all champions. We're we're team merge. (laughs) Like... Yeah, we're the black tribe because we have black buffs. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's better than that, so whatever. Um, it was a convincing explanation that he said, like... It was. Welcome together. It was. And look, if it was anyone but Andy, I would have just been like, yeah, sweet, awesome. But because it's Andy, I would have... If I was there, I would have been like, mate, it doesn't mean that, does it? <laughs> you're, you're full of it. This is a lie. Or, or I would have been trying to feed my competing fake 
Fijian tribe name in there mm. to just be like, oh, I think we should call the tribe after tribal. <laughs> <laughs> Janine's like, why don't we call it Team Boost? Yeah. yeah. We should call it at After Tribal Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should call it After Tribal at gmail.com. Send us an email. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think that's, we've probably covered just about everything. Is there anything else that you felt a burning desire to talk about that we haven't covered? Yeah, uh, Andy, uh, fav- uh, fans' favorite season, I'll work with you. Yeah. I'm also sad that Andy didn't make the merge because he would have been fun. It would have been fun. I'm sorry, not the merge, the jury. The jury. But it's kind of perfect that he didn't. I know, but it's so sad. He would have been good value. He would have been much better value on the jury than Simon Black will be. And and he's a better better vote that I would have respected more on the jury than someone like Simon will be. Well, look, we haven't seen what Simon's going to do in his gameplay yet and at he the threw moment, a challenge that's like yeah well, convince me more I, I don't have anything yet but yeah. he might he might he could he, turn it around it he be talked great. about knowing that he was on the bottom of that um, champions alliance that's true. and, and that's apparently true. Simon and Roscoe were very much like we want to make moves after merge we just want to get to merge and then we'll start doing things thus far he is like the person there that I wouldn't want to win at the moment but every, every, everyone else pretty much I'm like yeah you could be a good winner. You know what we haven't done? Our merge suite. Oh! But we don't have pieces of paper and things, and now we're at 11 instead of 12. I could pause it right now. We could do it. All right, pause I'm it. Pause it. All right. Sense. We'll be right back. All right, so how it's going to work is we have a little barrel in front of us. There you go. It's for all you ASMR people. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, we are going to draw names from it. Uh, because Sarah's not here, she is going to be left with whatever four names are remaining. Somebody's going to get Andy, which means somebody's going to be down a number, and that's just how it goes, because yep. we had to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't want to wait until another two people went. Yeah. Three, however many. So, uh, and also the winner gets a chicken palmy. Yeah, we're playing for a Mexican palmy, yep. unless you don't like Mexican ones, in which case it's just a normal palmy. All right. Uh, would you like first pick? I will go first. I have the king of the jungle, baby. Fuck, you've, you've won right there. I got Luke. No, I, I it depends if they take him to to tribal. No one's going to take him to final camp. To final, yeah, because if he's there, he'll he'll win. Yeah. I've got the worst person of all. Who've you got? The worst person of all. Andy. Simon. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, it could be the person who isn't there. Yeah. That would probably be a worse pick. Oh, no, that, he'll be my next pick. Simon, I don't believe, can win. There's no chance he's winning. I have the Perfume Scorpion. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, I have Pia, so I've Ooh, won the game right you there. you have won. Uh, I'll That's enjoy my that palmy. Yep. All right. Let's see who this is. I have, oh, I have Andy. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that makes up for having Luke. With a backwards N. You know, to the Toy Story homage that... Um, Baden and Harry. Baden and Harry did. Yep. Uh, speaking of Baden, I have Baden. That's another good winner pick. Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, I don't think he'll win, but he might get to the end. He could. Close to the end. He could. We got here Dirty Harry. I've got oh! all the big players. You just... Uh, I don't, yeah. actually. You've got, you've got the big players, and that's going to burn out. Yeah, I've got I've got a team of flamers. Yeah, and my last one I have here is David. 
David. Mm. Oh, that's not bad. You've that's, got an that's interesting That's not bad, group. yeah, which leaves Sarah with Sarah has everyone else. Abby. Nice. Uh, Sarah will be happy with that. Yeah, she's got the horse. Yeah. He could, like, win his way to a final. She's got John, the king of the palmies. And she has Daisy. I think we've done a pretty even split there. Yeah. I feel I, I'm like very happy with my, my gang. I feel like you might have the winner there. I, I, I've got through... I've got more two than three solid winners here. I've got Simon doesn't stand a chance. David, if he got to the end, like that's a win, but no one's going to, he doesn't stand a chance of getting there unless he really ups it. Baden though, I could believe that he's a winner. He has a decent social game. Uh, he's a challenge beast. They've given him a narrative arc. They have. Which does suggest when a particularly the survivor has made you a better person narrative arc. Baden and Pia have both got narrative arcs from the beginning. They were both mm-hmm. they were both nearly first boots. Yeah. And obviously we've been talking Pia up for yeah. a while now as well. Well, I'm at a bit of a disadvantage because I've only got three people. Yep. Um, but yeah, Janine is probably my best option. I feel like... Luke and Janine are people that won't get taken to the final, though. You wouldn't want to sit in final tribal with them, and then Dirty Harry's going to flame out. And, and no one wants to give Janine more money. No. But, mean, but everyone wants to give Luke more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You could, If you're Janine, you start playing the... I, I'm a great person to take to the end because no one's going to give me the money. Mm. But she's also great at talking, and it's true. she could talk her way through a final tribal... So it'll be interesting. I don't know about Sarah's picks, to be honest. <laughs> it was very fair. We did it all live. Yeah, you can't, we you can't lie it. about ASMR. We should have filmed it for Instagram, but we didn't. <laughs> and that's a shame. Oh, well. Uh, any any sea cucumbers and forehead kisses? Oh, I forgot about that. Um, ooh, has anyone done anything particular? Okay, well then, I'll give a, a, a big forehead kiss to the rope. I mean, it made a very strong move and took someone out of the game. (laughs) No, I'm giving a sea cucumber to whoever built that challenge. (laughs) Yeah, whoever built that challenge, sea cucumbers to them. I'm going to give... Whoever tied that rope. Yeah. I'm I'm going to give Roscoe a forehead kiss just because I feel like he deserves one. He needs one. Fair enough. I, I I might give a forehead kiss to Andy... For services to my amusement. <laughs> I feel like you've misinterpreted also, what the forehead kiss is for. He also gets a sea cucumber for never managing to pull anything off. Yeah, he should get a sea cucumber yeah. for his abysmal performance. Oh, for his inability to throw a challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Yeah. I mean, we could give we could give forehead kisses to a few people. Harry could get one for managing to survive. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Daisy can have a sea cucumber for getting spooked playing her idol <laughs> yeah, without needing to. Yeah, free idol. And David and Luke can have forehead kisses for making her do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's about it. Uh, I think we have another three episodes coming next week, so it's another big week of Survivor. Um, and we will be obviously podcasting about it. We'll also be tweeting about it. We'll be on Twitter and Instagram at After Tribal for both of those. Come and tweet along with us. It's lots of fun. There's lots of gifts. We have a great time. Um, you can also send us an email if you want to get in touch, um, aftertribal at gmail.com. We're also obviously cruising around Reddit a lot more this season, so 
after tribal podcast on reddit if you want to get in touch with us there and i think that's about it so we will see you next week for another big recap have a good one bye